Thanks for tuning in to a quick timeout podcast presented by Dr. Dish Basketball. The offseason is here, which means I start putting together what I want my players to work on skill-wise this offseason. As you plan your workouts and particularly your shooting workout this offseason, let me encourage you to head over to drdishbasketball.com. I've put together a series of videos of my favorite shooting machine workouts. Whether you're running a small group workout or even a solo workout, there are drills to help your players improve this offseason. Simply visit drdishbasketball.com and click on blog from the drop-down menu to start planning your next workout. It's great to have back on the podcast, App State assistant basketball coach, Mark Cassio. Coach, thanks for coming back on the show. Man, love it. I appreciate it. It's become kind of an annual thing for us. This is just our excuse to be able to hang out and talk a little basketball, but we decide to record it. Maybe somebody out there can get some value out of it. And I know coach will no doubt provide us with some of that value. So you're, this is different. The first two times when we talked, you were coaching at Catholic high school and this is, you just finished your first year there at App State. How was the adjustment? And then also, how do you feel like the first year went? You know, early on, there wasn't much of an adjustment. So we came in in the summer and uh, we had our returners there and then our transfers came in and our freshmen came in. So they kind of sprinkled in and I got the question a lot, like what's what's different? And, and early it was like nothing, like we're just kind of in the gym. And obviously the recruiting piece was different. But as the season went on, you know, definitely some some differences, just the uh, kind of the day to day grind is just different. Um, it's exciting. It's uh, when people ask, I always just say just enjoying new challenges, new adventures. So uh, the recruiting piece was was something that was new and fun. Travel was definitely an adjustment there. And then. Uh, just being able to work with a staff, you know, I know most high school coaches, it's, um, you know, you might have a teacher that's at the school that had played basketball or something, or you might have one full-time assistant. So it was cool just to be part of the staff. Uh, my transition from a head coach for so long um, to an assistant coach, which I honestly didn't have a whole lot of experience as an assistant. So it's been really good for me uh, just to see it from the other side. I think being an assistant coach is going to make me a much better head coach one day if, if that's in the cards for me. Uh, so that part was really good, just new perspective. Um, I love the differences of just being able to work with players more, being able to connect, just more opportunities for film, more opportunities for one-on-one -on -one workouts, which has been good. Um, like I said, the travel on the road a lot which is, it's it's a grind, but it's also fun, just new experience. But we had a good year, man. We finished top four in the league, which is the first time since joining the Sun Belt nine years wow. ago. Played some really, really good ball at stretches. And I think like everybody, hit, hit some injury bug. We actually had a little COVID bug this year. So hopefully this is the last year we're, we're talking about COVID uh, yeah. interruptions, but overall, really good year. Yeah, good deal. So that was a quick evaluation of, of his season. We wanted today on the show talk about the postseason evaluations that you do with your players. Um, and I'm sure that that goes into it. Like, how did we do as a staff and the evaluation that you do as a staff? And then transitioning that, then how does that affect our players individually? And that's where we want to kind of spend our time today. We're talking a little bit before the, we got on here, but you've already done that. How soon do you like to do that? And, you know, kind of what is the process that goes into getting those, that information to those players? Yeah, we did ours right away. Um, we lost in the uh, the Sun Belt quarterfinals, had an opportunity to go to postseason. We were just bang. I mean, we were limping into the postseason with injuries and just being banged up. So opted not to go to postseason. And um, the next week we sat down and met. Every coach has a position group or a handful of players they're responsible for. So 
we put together a player improvement plan, just kind of a recap. Uh, but first, we sent them a Google form, which I think is super important for every coach to do. I did it at the high school level. Our head coach at App was already doing it, so we continued. And we tweak it every year, but it's really great to get their perspective. And then as the coach going in, you know where the conversation is going. Um, I think sometimes as coaches, we are hesitant to ask questions because we don't want hard feedback, but um, the feedback is invaluable. So if it's something that that maybe coaches out there have been hesitant to do, I, I would strongly suggest doing it even after this season, uh, even though we're a little bit removed. But some of the things I've learned to take with a grain of salt, like you read something and like you're like, hey, like that's kind of harsh you know uh but sometimes they just don't have anything else to put they don't feel very strongly it's just say hey, if we could change this it might maybe this and then you read it and you take it as you know kind of a, a shot um so a lot of times just talking through that thing talking through those things will get you on the same page um and kind of get their perspective so once we get all that information really as as our jobs as assistants we would take our position group and we broke down kind of their entire profile. We broke it down in the four phases, which I got from Fergus Conley. He's got a really good article in like the four co-actives and it's technical, which is your skill tactical, which is their understanding of basically what in a, like in the States, we kind of say X and O or basketball IQ, how well do they understand our system, physical strength, speed, agility, size, um, those can be strengths or constraints. And then the mental side, you know, we talk about next play or their mental toughness, how connected they are to their teammates. Do they see value in their role? All those things. And um, I think when you break it up like that, what, what uh, becomes a good process is to look at which one is their strength. Okay. Like, so for me, I'm, uh, I'm not the biggest inv individual, Tony, we've met in person. You can attest to that. So I'm like five, seven, maybe five, eight, if I like stretch in the morning. And um, the, so the, my potential limiter would be the physical, right? Like what's going to prevent me from going to the next level or, or from being a, a big impact on any basketball team, it would be my size. Uh, so every player, if you kind of go through your roster and just pick a player, they probably have a, a, a big potential limiter out there. Um, and, and I think this is really valuable because, like, for instance, I've coached players in the past that were gym rats. Uh, they were always in there getting shots, working. They wanted to open the weight room, all this stuff. But their potential limiter was the mental side. Just not very tough mentally, would, would emotionally up and down all the time. Just was it, the, the world was rocked on a daily basis, you know, it was a roller coaster. So just had to sit down and have the conversation like we can do all this work, but what's going to prevent you from having a great senior season is all up here. Uh, so then you can kind of formulate a plan in the offseason to close that gap. Like this is where you want to be. These are your goals, but this is really what's holding you back, but also highlight the strengths, too. But you're really skilled. You understand what we do and physically you can play in this league. So this is you know, we're going to work on all those strengths but we're going to really try to bring that potential limiter. And a lot of times just bringing awareness to it. Are there questions that go along with that? Or are they like rating themselves on a scale in connection to those four things? Or how do you get, how do you get them to give you the specific feedback? Yeah. So I think one creative way of, is have them fill out a scouting report hmm. on themselves or just what do you, how do you think opposing coaches in the conference or the league are describing you? 
Um, and we, so we watch film on the bus a lot uh, with our group, just usually have like a game day practice. We're busing to the airport or bus, bus into the game. I'd get my players up. We would talk and um, we had had like a, a previous year scouting report or something. And one of our players was like, oof, like they had me as like a driver only. And I'm like, well, what would you say? And they're like, driver only. So I was like, well, that's great. We got, we got some awareness there, you know? Uh, so I think that's one way. Um, I think if you kind of rate, you do the rating system, you just have to be kind of careful. Like I love rating systems where if you say one to five, but can't say three. So it's like a lot of times it's two or four. I had somebody that was recruiting one of my guys when I was in high school. And uh, he said, how competitive is he? Scale of one to 10. Can't say seven or eight. So I was like, man, like that's a great way to ask it. So I think some sometimes when you do that, that's a good way. But we all know that players are going to kind of think they're a little better than they are. And in some degree, it's not a bad thing, right? We want uh, confident players. Uh, but I think as coaches, we have the film, we have the evidence. So I, I think the purpose of the meeting might just be to kind of get to a mutual understanding. How long are those meetings? Ah, you don't want them to be too long, right? <laughs> too long might might mean they're going south. But um, I, it, it depends, like with some of them. Uh, like, let's say a player, uh, their their potential limiter is the mental. We might just talk about that and just like, look, you were uncoachable or we were, you know, sick all the time or injured all the time because we weren't taking care of our body, whatever it is. Those tend to be a little shorter um, with your more experienced players, maybe players that are stepping into a leadership role. Those tend to be longer. Uh, sometimes they're, you want the player talking a lot. So sometimes longer, the better, but I would say 30 minutes. About. I'm not hearing you say we're sitting there and showing them like film and breaking stuff down. Not really. I did. I would have like their season stats. If they were a returner, their stats compared to last year, we would have their shot chart, which they saw throughout the year anyway. But like we had uh, one of our, our, you know, guards led the conference in field goal percentage and didn't know. You know, so uh, and, and one of her offseason goals was to increase her two point goal percentage, which she did by like 20 percent. So and if you asked her, she would have no idea. But she did a really good job of just being more balanced, playing off two, finish better. Uh, so a lot of things like that is good to highlight because they're having a lot of success and they don't, they're not even aware of it. Hmm. Have you all started workouts with them yet? We have. Um, so right now we're allowed eight hours. Uh, we have a little five week block here before we get to the summer. So, uh, we're allowed eight hours a week. We're really using four of those in the weight room. So we're, we're lifting four days a week and then, uh, we're doing individual workouts. You get two a week. Uh, and that's just usually one on O with the coach, just get in there and we're just focused a lot on the technical aspect of it. And then the other two days uh, for one hour a piece, we're just competing. And uh, so basically we're, you know, kind of going into those postseason workout skill development stuff is we're looking at the things you do well, and we're going to lean on those things. Uh, that way your, your strengths become even greater. Uh, and then also maybe look at just uh, what I would encourage coach to do is look at one thing that's keeping them off the floor. So we have all these things that get you on the floor. We're going to work on those, your ability to shoot, attack off the bounce, finish. Um, but it's uh, like maybe we have a guard that is just like talented, can score, but just 
cannot defend the ball at this level mm-hmm. or uh, would really struggle against pressure at this level. Like that's kind of the big question mark. Then we're going to hit that pretty hard uh, in the off season, just because this is time where you can really hone in on those things and don't have to worry about a team practice. And I love this time of year. Uh, so we focus a lot on just like three, four five things with a player. Uh, so like, for instance, one player, we're working a lot on at Barkley. She can be elite at that. That's kind of her added value where if she adds that to her game. She's going to just really turn the corner. And then we're looking at those weaknesses. Like I said, uh, as far as like changing their shot, maybe this is a different kind of approach. I don't like to mess with shots unless they're missing left to right. But I'll just ask the question, like, if you could change one thing about your shot, what would it be? And sometimes they'll say, like, I think it's too flat or sometimes my feet feel weird. And then it's like they're offering the suggestion or they're offering the the change and you're just giving suggestions. I'll even say, like, I don't I, I used to say, like, hey, let's do this with your shot. Just don't know that that's productive because to change something, it takes a lot of work. I'll just say, can I make a suggestion completely up to you, whether you want to change this or not? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then maybe you go into like how motivated are you to changing your shot? Mm -hmm. So we'll get a lot of reps. What we try to do in those workouts is build multiple efforts. Like a lot of coaches talk about multiple efforts, multiple efforts, but we'll have a rep where it's just like make a move, go finish dead. Um, So we'll do some things like I'm working with a player right now uh, where we're going to score everything twice just so she's willing to go get her own rebound. We don't stop playing. So make or miss, she's going to grab it. She's going to score. Love to do like multiple actions, multiple shots. Uh, So we're not just working on a shot or a drive. So I always have an extra ball. We might go, um, you know, we always go to like 10 makes with something. So we might start, we're going to shoot threes till you miss two in a row. Maybe we make three. Once you miss two in a row, we're going to drive into a full-speed paint pull. Make that, that's four. And then now you're going to maybe get into a Barkley against me, live defender. Uh, if you make that, you go five. And then um, we'll start over. New spot, shooting threes, and we'll just go till we make ten and then move on to something else. So let me bring it back to the player evaluations. You know, you said some of times those evaluations really aren't connected to stuff on the court, but I'm assuming you're still – even if that's not what you've talked about, do they leave with something physical? I get, let me ask that first. Do they leave with something physical piece of paper that has all this stuff on it? Absolutely. Yeah. So we, I put together like a PowerPoint presentation for all my players uh, where we kind of broke down the technical, tactical, physical, mental, and then we came up with a spring improvement plan for them. That way they know, like if I'm in the gym by myself, we encourage them to go get shots or whatever. They know what they're looking at. And they, they also know where we're coming from, too, and why we're doing the things that we're doing in the workout. So, yeah, absolutely. They get the presentation. We also, like with Sports Code, we can we can easily pull their shots. Um, some of them, like their kind of their off-season prep was to watch their shots and grade them, whether they thought it was a small advantage shot, a big advantage shot, a neutral shot. That way they're kind of learning some shot selection. and we, Maybe we can kind of get on the same page there as far as what I'm seeing and what they're seeing. That's good. I want to warn coaches and confirm this for me if you think it's correct, but you don't have to talk about everything that's there on that sheet. Like the PowerPoint, I'm sure you didn't go through the whole PowerPoint that lasts 45 minutes. And then the yep. kid leaves and they, they don't really know what they're supposed to do with all that. They just had a ton of information that was just thrown at them and the, they may have grasped what you thought was important and they may not have. 
but it almost seems like the it's kind of all used together to then give them a, this is why I ask if the off-season workouts had started, they can immediately go into the gym the next week, the next day, whatever, and actually start implementing the things that you gave them either during the meeting or the things that you gave them in the presentation. For sure. And a lot of times with our players, we only went over that last sheet, like kind of the last slide. Here's the improvement plan, kind of have the why built in. But our meetings were like much more conversational. You know, it wasn't us like this is what you need to do. It was more of like, how can we better serve you? Um, if you could change some things about what we did this past season, what would that be? Um, you know, a, a lot about just uh, kind of the whole program overall, you know, not just about them and their development. I think sometimes we have a tendency of coaches to go in with just like a fixing mindset. Like we're going to spend this 20 minutes and fix this player rather than just have a conversation about the season. And I think that really breeds like the partnership. Like we're all in this together rather than just I'm in charge, do what I say, get better, or you're not going to play next year. Absolutely. So you, if you want to summarize all of that, what do you feel like is the key to an effective postseason evaluation meeting? Yeah, I think um, them having tangible things that they would, that we should start, stop and keep doing mm -hmm. uh, as a program just to get their perspective. And then, get their feedback on where they felt they improved. Uh, I think that's a big thing. Um, it's just like, we all, we also go through of like, we always ask the question and then we always kind of present what we found. And the more things that are common there, the better it means that we're seeing it through the same lens. So uh, definitely highlighting the, the areas that they improved. And then, like I said, I think identifying the potential limiter is huge. And then tangible steps of what we're going to do to close the gap. Uh, we have some players, you know, committing the shooting extra shots or getting in the gym by themselves because those are the commitments they made. And then moving forward, you know, like I think it's important as coaches, like what comes of that is just the conversation before multiple conversations down the road. Right. Mm -hmm. How is your how are your workouts going? Are you committed to eating right? Right. Like what's the effort been like in the in the weight room? Really, that's just the primer for you holding them accountable and supporting them in that journey later down the line rather than just jumping on them it's not something we've talked about uh, so kind of like you said the partnership of a mutual agreement and then you're going to come up with these commitments and i'm just going to kind of support you and hold you accountable as we move forward in our five-week off season you know i know we have a different a lot of different places where coaches are at that are listening to this and that one of the things that i found for younger coaches one is giving them too much information but two is also them leaving with vague information. They don't really know what they're supposed to do to improve. And I found it useful to kind of help them understand, like, this is the thing you said this already was, this is the thing that's keeping you from playing more. I think that like at the end of the day, that's the, that's the bottom line question that, that they want answered. But on the flip side of that, I have, I've been guilty of this before, but going almost into the meeting and I, I don't know exactly what they need to improve yep. to be able to, to actually get more playing time. Yeah. It, you know, like the unfortunate thing with like sometimes when we don't know, it's like you can do these things. And the reality is, is somebody might just be better, you know, yeah. but I think you hit a good point of like not being vague. I think players want honesty, right? They want you to, to be really honest, brutal honesty, although sometimes it's tough to deliver that. Yeah. It's like if we if we're not honest with them, how can we expect them to go get better at what we want? And then that's kind of our role as a coach, too, is like, 
what we should be masters at is this is what you need to get better at and how that's the the most important piece because mom, dad, casual basketball fan can say like, Hey, they don't shoot it. Well, it's like, okay, well, how, how do you get better at that? You know, or they don't handle the ball very well. There's some things that we have to do to order to, to raise that skill level where easy to identify. Sometimes it's not as simple to fix. So the more we can give them, the better. Mm-hmm. So I do want to help. I know we have college and high school players, uh, coaches that listen to this. And I do want this anytime I, I feel a little bit nervous when I have college coaches speaking, because then at the end, sometimes coaches are like, well, that works for them. They've got a lot. They've got a big staff that can do all that. You've dealt with this with a small staff at a high school. What would you say are like, these are the essentials that you need to have, or this is what you put together. You mentioned like the Google sheet was very helpful to you, to you all. I know you've used a lot of those in the past. What would be the things that you would say, do these things, even if you have a limited staff, you can at least do this and it will help your program. Yeah, I would definitely say the Google form, something that's easy. um, It's quick. You can gather information. It's going to organize it for you. Uh, That is a must before any meeting, uh, with any player or just certain team meetings, depending on the nature of the meeting, we're always doing a Google form. That is the primer. That is the conversation before the conversation. Um, and it gives the players kind of a heads up of what you're going to talk about, right? So you're almost prepping them rather than them going in blind. You ask them a question and they have like two, they're kind of nervous, right? Cause they're in the coach's office and they got like two seconds to answer a question that they haven't really thought about. So I think it forces some reflection on their part. So Definitely the Google form. I think it's a great idea for them to, to write a scouting report on themselves, like we talked about. I think you can do that at all levels where they're kind of doing the work for you. Um, I do think if you have a staff, kind of breaking up your team into smaller groups can help and then have a staff member kind of focus on one uh, group in the off season where they can uh, maybe just watch a little extra film or pull some clips of them uh, from Huddle or whatever you, you're using. Uh, I think those examples sometimes help, you know, and then also like one one thing we try to do is if a player says something, we might not agree with that. We might just say, well, can you give me some examples of that? I'd always challenge them. Some coaches I've heard, even at the high school level, I've, I've asked their players to do the scouting report and then find clips, support that. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone that far. You know, mm-hmm. just, just to go through a whole game and find a couple of clips is asking a lot of it. High school in the offseason. Um, for people that maybe aren't connected with you, can you direct them to social media and then other things that you have available for coaches? For sure. So um, markcasio at gmail.com is my email. Website is coachcasio.com. Uh, and what, what kind of started is a consulting business just from conversations of, of coaches uh, being kind of drawn the, to what we were doing um, as far as style of play. So offer a lot of different things, webinars. Um, I'll talk with any coach in the in the world, just basketball. I do that like daily, just like 10 minute phone conversations just to talk hoops. And then really at the heart of it became like a mentorship consultant program where you have access to everything, practices that are mic'd up, game film, drill library, presentations on what we do, why we do it, instructional film, uh, just all kinds of things. Um, at your disposal. I, I kind of tell coaches, it's like, I'm your assistant or you're my assistant. We're just kind of partners in this thing and we'll figure it out together. Uh, but I, you know, I have a mentor that I lean on and I, I think it's been super valuable 
uh, for coaches uh, in the program. I know my mentor has been unbelievable in my coaching journey. Worth the time, worth the money. We have taken part of his clinics, everything that he's done, probably I have, we've taken part of. So definitely worth it. Like you said, the resources, whether it's a video or the forms and, you know, there's there's so much that you provide. It's Coach Mark Cassio, assistant women's basketball coach at App State. Coach, thanks again for coming on. Awesome, man. Always fun talking hoops. Appreciate it.